Welcome to Bonehead Weekly, and we have a guest this week, and I'm going to introduce him as my friend and friend of Scarefests, Jake Gobold. How are you? Fine. You? Honestly, I'm a little pissy because the big computer crapped out, and I'm sitting here trying to use my laptop, but the camera is off and over here, here, but we're all good. Gotta get yourself a Mac. I don't want a Mac. Well, you should. Uh, he's, he, he's anti-apple i am, I am no. he uh he's had a five most com- job most communists are so it's all good if by this you <laughs> communist, i think of when i think of myself as anti-apple i truly actually think this i'm more anarchist well i i think the thing about it is is i give i, I think he's being kind saying that you could be a communist you're not invited to any parties Oh, <laughs> political joke. Chad, you haven't said anything. I've just been letting you all go. Where are we going? To hell if we don't change our ways. We were trying to get everything ready, and I was like, oh, Jake's on, yada, yada, yada. And then my computer crept out, and I was texting back and forth and messaging and couldn't send in an email, and I forgot to put a link on an invite, but Jake had got the link. I don't know why you two didn't. It, it would not play with me. Because <laughs> you all are on the same invite? I know. I know. I looked, Joe. I tried. I, I tried. I know. I you, I, I, I'm not arguing. I'm just, you all understand my my mystification. I know. I assumed I had been fired, and I was like, what am I going to do without the which immense me, income? Which leads me to my bonehead. second point, James. I read it half-assed and was like, oh, shit, James got fired. That means he's not going to do the show tonight. Oh, no, no. no. I well, was the it. second thing I thought of, or the first thing I thought of, is you weren't going to do the show. I'm I'm glad you were concerned about my welfare and my family's welfare and not not your first thought being I was concerned they may be on welfare. Oh man, that would be that would, we'd make way more. Uh that's terrible. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's not he's not lying. The take home. <laughs> that's yeah. The take home and the benefits. All right, Jake. So how long real quick, one question. James, you have a PhD, right? Well they yeah, allegedly. No, I do. Yes, yes. Okay, so is it true you can't say I was wrong? No, I can totally say I was wrong. I just can't say okay. it about I can't say it within the field that I work. Uh, so if you ask okay. me something about education and history, I have to be like, no, I'm absolutely right on it. But no, I'm wrong all the time. I'm less wrong than Joe or Chad is, so that's it's a scale. Well, James Randy will be proud. <laughs> it depends on what he's talking about, whether he's less wrong than James or Chad. I was waiting for Chad to defend us, but clearly he's going to leave us in the... De- you no, no I'm not. You, I'm, there's no said, defense there. You said that wrong, even. You said I, James I just, or Chad, and I was like, I'm James. And I, okay. Yeah, you. yeah. Also, you know, when I sit there and actually inserted a scene from the ref into Gremlins, I can't argue. That's okay. Yeah, you did do that. You did yeah. do that. Yeah. And by the way, you have this disembodied head thing going on with a light. Did you get a specific light that only shines on your head? Something like that. Because it's, kind it's, of my... dark, it's like it's just well, I'm not talking about you, Jake. I'm talking about Chad. Oh. Actually, it's, it's oh it almost looks like, like an them. album cover. I know. Because on my screen you're all are side by side. In and all it looks fairness, like a great album cover. He stole my thing. This is my thing. Going in the dark, using my right monitor as my light. You don't know that for sure. Jake he stole my thing. Years. Oh, see, now the band's already breaking up. 
We finally get a good album cover, and Chad's already causing issues. Listen, it's time <laughs> for us to do our Monty, Monty Python fights. Anybody following this on Twitter? Oh uh, yeah, seven years, seven. Yeah, I saw that. Seven I know years. seven years, but he went off about. Do you do you did you read the rest of it about him going off about who manages the the company that manages the Python income? No, Ooh, I just saw it's, it's Terry uh, Gilliam's daughter, and he was like, "You got one Gilliam, you're screwed. You've got one Gilliam is hard enough. Two Gilliams, they'll bring down the fucking company." <laughs> well, I saw though, like somebody did something about, oh, how did how did um, Cleese and uh, who was it? I forget. It was oh, uh, Palin get along, and Eric Idle just said, "Oh man, uh, Cleese bullied him all the time, and I feel really bad. We never said anything about it." Like we yep. never took a stand for him. And I was like, man, all of a sudden, I'm glad I'm still on Twitter because it's just fun to watch. Uh, I was like, oh, I thought, I thought, yeah, okay. Everybody hates everybody all the time. All right, cool. Well, our guest is Jake. So I suppose I should get back to that. And we'll talk about a topic in a second. But I have a couple of questions. How long have you, and I should know this, and I think I know this, but I don't know for sure. How long have you been going to Scarefest? And that's where we're at, by the way. This year will be my 11th year. 11 years and this is, yeah. is this year 16 15 32 i have not, not, i think it i think it's 16 yeah i I, 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 I I gave up on the numbers i just focus on mine <laughs> i've been to, i've been to every single one of them i don't know what that know says about me that you really like scarefest I didn't I tell you, it was the first back door, back door, backyard convention. James, right? I remember to get the tickets. We went to get the VIP weekend tickets and they were sold out and we had no idea they'd be sold out. It was at Chuck's store, Chuck and Patty. Yeah. Yeah, well, so that, that wasn't your first convention. It wasn't my first. No, no, no. But it was, was the, first, the first one was in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. Wonderfest was our first one. Yeah. Yeah, Chad yeah. took uh, James. Actually, all three of us. I'd never been to one before. James had been as a kid, and Chad, did you ever yeah. been? No, that was my first one. I used to do Star Trek conventions. Um, because I'm that's cool. a fucking shocker. Because I'm cool like that, and yeah. and so yeah, but no, I mean, but you know, and and that's it. I think, and this is credit to Scarefest, and and is that they they really do a great job of bringing in a lot of different time periods and artists and things like that, and so it's, yeah. But anyway, yeah. 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 yeah, I, 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 uh, so you've been going 11 years. Yep. And I, I'm trying to think of a way to ask, ask this question without being too cliche because it's a pain in the ass for you don't live here. So it's a pain in the mm. ass for you to get here. Uh, you refuse to work it because you say you go to have a good time. There's been several people have tried to get you to volunteer to save you money in their mm -hmm. defense over the years. Well, or Wes you know, has that whole line of hang around long enough, we'll put you to work. He's right. Well, in all fairness, I did move there for uh, two months, but <laughs> shit happens. Yeah. Vent your roommates, people. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I, uh, yeah, uh, that's my go to response to um, uh, volunteering. <laughs> I want to have fun. <laughs> So I get it. I have the but, easy job. But in my in my defense, by being a typical lowly customer, um, I can actually I keep you guys honest. So <laughs> honest about what? Uh, just basically like, you know, I give you the um, uh, 
the truth what went wrong and what didn't and what went right oh uh, yes uh that yeah the adults in the room do pay attention to that stuff i am not an adult so i don't actually but i do know what you're talking about and i am no no you know just i walk around who... carrying this fucking thing yeah. hey, i was gonna say from... i was well, gonna say i, I James, go ahead and ask was... about mini c no i was gonna say i saw you your name was mini c gets us which i appreciate and so i i, I thought it would be apropos so has Mini C has has Mini C been to every Scarefest as well that he you've has. been to? That's he, what I thought. Every, every Scarefest, every con I've been to, he has been by my side. That's the one constant that I always have had. The yeah. loyal yeah. companion that is our Lord Cthulhu. Well, I for with Mini I'm, C. I'm just I'm just his advocate, so uh, <laughs> eh, he gets more tail than me. Fucking bastard! <laughs> that's that's you true. think. You think I'm kidding. No, no. I agree. No. I have <laughs> seen lots of ladies line up to get their picture with your stuffed animal and not you. A mini, a mini, a cleavage. He has, he has been shoved into. I and... don't doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> so, where, James, you want to ask the question? If you don't, I'm going to. Go, go ahead. Where? Why? When did it start? Why him? Why the stuffed little animal mini C? Many well, for the people out there listening, listening and not watching this stuffed animal. It's not stuffed, stuffed God. Okay, long story short, um, I I got this as a gift for a friend, and that friend no longer became my friend. So I went on my trips, and I started bringing him along and photographing him yeah. with various people. Now, when I started going to cons. Um, I went to, I was getting ready to meet Stan Lee and I put my bag down and I, they said no props with him. And I put them in my bag and then all of a sudden I hear, is that Cthulhu? And I turn and it's Stan Lee and he goes, I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, can I hold him? He's so cute. And I'm like, can you? <laughs> and uh, you can see that I, and that's just been my thing ever since. There's an addendum to this story, but sure. I'll bring up, but um, I'll save that for later. Oh, but, I, you have to save it for later. I'm enjoying it now. Well, you'll see when I, um, okay. when I get to it, trust me. When I'm we get selling, to the, I'm right. selling the drama I got for it. you and all your fans. Bye. Thank you for making the joke. By the way, hi Barb. <laughs> <laughs> hey Barb, Barb's been Barb. Barb and I hit it off. We're buddies. We're I. I gotta tip my hat to Barb. In less than a year, she has accomplished what took me ten years to accomplish. So, well, Jake. In all fairness, uh, you have the same issue that I have. We're social retards. No, I don't have that. <laughs> but we're be bearded weirdos. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was going to be nice. Thanks for taking. It doesn't the matter. I, I I hone I hone it. I know I'm a weird motherfucker. So hey, <laughs> I accept it. It's a bar. I'd rather yeah. be a weirdo than a boring normal human being. So mm. yeah, agreed. agreed. Shot at James. No, I dude, well, dude. I've dedicated my life to be an educational historian. There's nothing <laughs> normal about any choice I've ever made. Whatever, nerd. 
No, I, I'm, that's too. That's true. I'm, I'm that too. I'll own that. Normal nerdy James. I am both a nerd and a geek. I can walk in both worlds. I'm like Ghost Rider. We really need to get to the topic of this. No, episode. we don't. That's just because you don't want to tell your story. You got a no, couple. I'll tell my story. I'm proud of You got a prepared. couple of good ones. I was only thinking of one, Chad. You've got a couple. Oh, yeah. I, 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 don't, I, I don't and you know what's funny is i don't think you're thinking of the one that i'm going to talk about in all fairness the best part about this is even before we tell the topic let me just say do you think maybe that's a chat issue though oh uh, yeah <laughs> i'm not arguing this at all yeah i i have a tendency to make people angry at me and i don't want that the last thing i ever want to happen I have the ability to make humans awkward, so hey, I don't even try. There you go. Usually, you two usually it's just, usually all it takes with me is, hi, I'm Jake. That's it. So here, what I was going to say is, is this, uh, actually, I forgot completely what I was going to say. Our topic, that's right, getting back to the topic. Jake, great convention friend, get to see you a couple times or at least once a year. Always have a good time. You're such a supporter of the show, and I do appreciate you commenting, quote the Raven on, on YouTube. It, it means a lot to us. And you're actually the first person who listens to the show that we, when we decided we we're going to do this, you were the first person I asked. Uh, number two being Barbara. Sorry, she's she's chasing you, buddy. She's coming up like a bullet. <laughs> and it's all good. I'd rather be followed than uh chase than being uh behind. Than, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, but I will say though, I would bet you were a lot of people know you and don't or they don't even know that they know you. Oh, I have people who come up to me. Can I can I see your mini C? Yeah, motherfucker. They 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 only want me for him. Uh, God. Hey, imagine them only hitting on you because they think you're going to introduce them to the celebrities. Anyway, so what Jake's idea for or idea was when he picked was that well, he's like, Jake, come on the show. He's like, yeah, I'd love to do it. You get to pick the topic. And he goes, what? And I said, pick the topic. And about what was it about a week ago? You finally told us what it is. So please, I told I told you um, about three weeks ago. But I guess well, it, it doesn't wrong. matter. Just go along with the timeline. <laughs> so tell us about our topic. Which you <laughs> We're doing worst celebrity encounters. The worst celebrity encounters. Now, I want to say real quick because I actually like my job and I'm not going to sit here and shit on celebrities because I'm actually going to tell you the truth. 80, 90% of them are absolutely a delight or at least normal and are not an issue. It's maybe less than 10% that are ever. Oh my goodness. I hope I never have to talk to you again. Mm. What? No, no. And I'm that's just, my experience from doing things. I know you are I'm kind of putting you in a little bit of a pickle, but yeah. but, um, but we all have those stories. That's okay. I will tell one. I'm going to actually out somebody. I'm I will tell them. All right. Well, so you who wants to go first? Chad, you have you have several. Yeah, you said you had more than one, Chad. Why don't you kick us off? Now let's all stare at Chad. No, it's mine is kind of what gave me a, a bad taste in doing panels um it was my first time at scarefest it was my first time paneling at scarefest joe had hooked me up and was letting me do do some panels and i got the christine panel i was there and, oh you were <laughs> i was yes uh, I, so, I was the one who i asked bill why does she look orange <laughs> and he was like it's just the lights and it is uh oh 
Okay, I don't honestly I don't remember that. I apologize because I was mostly ter- I was mostly just completely shattered by that experience. But Malcolm uh, Denary and Stephen Tash are probably my worst celebrity encounter I've ever had. Uh, mm. You know, uh, I had planned I had planned this panel out like at length. I had a full list of notes. I studied. I listened to um, audio commentaries. I did all kinds of research because I was ready to go. Um, and I get there and I talk to Malcolm and Steven beforehand. And I'm like, hey, is it okay? Uh, like with Malcolm, he was on a Mel Brooks. He was on Men in Tights. He would, he had a brief part in Men in Tights. I was like, I know you only had a brief part, but I was curious if you had Mel Brooks stories. He goes, oh yeah, man, you can ask me that. And he and they both said, oh, by the way, we don't want any celebrity. We don't want any uh people from the 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 audience answering questions until 25 minutes in and i'm like okay um and then which which character was he malcolm was moochie okay okay and stephen tash who was also mostly known for the opening one of the opening scenes in ghostbusters he was the one bill murray was electrocuting it's pissing me off yeah i was gonna five bucks i was said i was gonna talk to him about that he goes oh yeah man i love talking about that and then they absolutely, what's the word? I'm like, uh, gaslit. No, uh, they they completely just sh- uh, shit on me the entire time I was there. And Joe said it went fine. I honestly don't remember one ounce of it. I don't uh, recall. I didn't get that vibe from it. But well, like, I, I mean, swear I don't remember it. Well, like bad. I asked Malcolm about Men in Tights. He goes, yeah, I worked on that. I don't have a lot of stories. Even though pre before we even start, he goes, oh man, I got some, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll talk about that. And Steven would not talk about ghostbusters chad i have no recollection of being in the audience was i yeah you were there and Chris, your wife was there uh really? yeah james was doing another panel he wasn't there but yeah you were there and you told me you were you after i left i was completely devastated by talking to those two uh and it made me not want to do panels it, <laughs> I, like, I, well the good uh, thing is is i don't remember so it couldn't have been that bad yeah you told me it wasn't that bad it but have I, been that bad. I, I didn't think, think it but, was but everything but everything that I had talked to them prior and I waited the 25 minutes, like they told me to, I timed it and they were just outwardly hostile from, from with me from the get go. And I'm like, I was just wanting to talk about movies with you guys. <laughs> Cause uh, Steven Tash, they Malcolm had both have an eclectic career in, in acting. They just had minor roles in everyone. Um, but yeah, I didn't get anything out of them that I wanted to get out of them. They were just completely just, I, I did, I did the research. I talked to them ahead of time going, Hey guys, can we talk about this? Can we talk about that? And they're, Oh man, you can talk to us about anything. We, we can go all day and they did it. Um, (laughs) Jake, do you want to go next? Sure. So I have three stories. And a couple of dishonorable mentions <laughs> I can just breeze through. Well, we'll do but, one, do the first two, and then we'll come back. We'll kind of do a little round. Okay. Unless you want to okay. just blow all your wad at once. I'll do. Okay. I will say that women love him, mm-hmm. but um, I had, when I meet a celebrity, it's one of three reasons. One, I genuinely, genuinely like him. Mm-hmm. Two, for a completionist, for a poster. Because we're sick. Huh? Because we have a sickness. Yeah. Or just out of pure, unadulterated spite. And I met this one to spite all the ladies. 
and uh, it was Jason Momoa. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. I. That's why every time, if you, if anybody praises him, I always say he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> at least to me, he was. So I met him at the con that shall remain nameless, mm -hmm. and um, <laughs> so nobody in line, just him. This was way before Aquaman. Uh, and I go up to him. I pay his handler the $40 for the autographs. I go up, I approach him. I go, so Mr. Momoa, um, just wondering in the book, Daener uh, Daenerys is romanced by Drago. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the show, not so much. Um, do you know how they came about that? And he just goes, I don't know. We shot it both times. And then he looks at his desk. Are you going to buy something, kid? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, first of all, I just paid your handler. So, yes. And um, I go, okay, fine. Um, is this you as Drogo? And he goes, yes. And I go, okay, can you make it out to Jake? He just signs his name. I was like, could you make it out to Jake? And he goes, Ugh. here. And I'm like, thanks. Huh? That's a and I'm like, and now keep in mind, nobody was in line, by the way. And I'm like, are you going to buy something, kid? What the hell? I, 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 It rubbed me the wrong way. I still have not seen Aquaman or anything else he's been in since then. Like, every time when I look at him, I'm like, that prick. <laughs> we always hear like how nice of a guy he is. Oh yeah, he's a really nice guy if you're a very attractive woman, but um <laughs> I'm not one. So uh well you yeah. could be, don't you sell yourself short. Uh, you're not working hard enough. <laughs> oh, believe me, I work hard enough. They she just works hard it, for the money. They just call it trying too hard. <laughs> but anyway, so hard. So but um I'll do another one real quick. Please. This one, I'm sure uh, you. I'm not the only one because Lord knows I've heard it numerous times. William Shatner. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is so funny. Two out I've of told the you three boneheads. No, two out of the three boneheads have a Shatner story. Okay. One of us doesn't, and it's going. Just it's this is it always cracks. I always use this as an example. Please, Jake, go ahead. I'm just happy you did it. So remember how I told you there's an amendment to my Stanley story, right? Okay. So I thought, hey, I think I got something here. I'll have him, uh, I'll have all the celebrities hold him. Okay, in in the photos. Okay, cool. All right. So I mean, I paid for a, a William Shatner photo op. I go up to him, nervous as hell. This is literally my second con. So I, uh -huh. I'm, it's William Shatner, right? Yeah. And I go up to um, hi, um, Mr. Shatner. Um, would you hold my Cthulhu in the, for the pick? And he goes, he just looks at me and goes, get that fucking thing away from me, nerd. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Jay. I'm no, sorry. no. That's no. It's a that's great you. story. Oh, hang on, hang on. 
And if you if you look at my Facebook page, I have the photo. You see it in my face, like holding the uh, Twilight Zone figure. I had him sign, and I'm like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> and so I take I take the pick. As I'm walking away, I turn my head and I yell, "Name I name I would have held him," <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> Nimoy. Yeah, or, we know who he is. Oh, we yeah. Know who he is. Okay, well, I mean. And, and probably Nimoy probably would have. You're right. I, I yeah. would have burned. It would Nimoy have burned, would have. It, it would have burned more if he would have said Takai. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to understand also the con that uh, the con that shall remain name was 2013. Um, it was it almost uh, turned into a full scale riot. So I was exhausted. I remember oh, yeah. in Louisville. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a there's a damn good reason why I refer to it as the con that shall remain nameless, yeah. and so um, yeah, but you know that happens when you put two thousand people in a room that can only hold six hundred, but yeah, none of my business. All right, but was well, either one of you all want to tell your Shatner story real quick to go along with Jags? I, I, I you mean, both have one, don't you? I know Chad does. I have one. I mean, it's not really fan related though. That's okay. But uh, yeah, um, I used to do uh, my backgrounds in media. And Mm -hmm. um, during my college years, I got a job doing horse shows. I would go all across the country, not the country, but, you know, the eastern region uh, (laughs) taping horse shows were, you know, because rich people wanted to see their horses and how they did it, you know, walking around in a circle. Um, and William Shatner is a huge horse person and he mm-hmm. was, he was one of our clients. Um, and usually they gave that to other people, but because I was, I was new, but they said, look, Chad, uh, we need you to do the Shatner's horse. I'm like, uh, okay. They had you do Shatner's horse. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Nah, nice. I wasn't bald then either. So stuff got stuck in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but no, uh, so I had this, I, you know, I was, the whole point is you're in, you're on a high end, uh, you're on a high level of the arena and your camera's pointed kind of at a, almost straight down at the arena, at the, uh, the, the, the floor. And you have to follow the horse in a circle the whole time. I mean, you're, you're basically doing that for about uh, four hours a day, just constant 360 with your, with your shoulder. Um, and so anyway, I was doing the circle and um, something happened. Uh, I got distracted by another coworker. And the next thing you knew, my camera was not on Shatner's horse anymore. Whoops. So I am trying desperately to find him in the circle where he's at, because there's like there's like eight horses going around in a circle doing their their thing. I finally find it, but it took me a while. Uh, needless to say, I so I gave them it was it, this was before DVDs. This was VHS tape. So I gave them the VHS tape, uh, and I heard afterwards that uh, Shatner was not too pleasant about my experience. So yeah, it was uh, I was in the area when he was going off, uh, and I could not uh, go anywhere near him. So, well, fuck him and the horse he rode yeah. in. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, that's my experience with Shatner. James, was he rude to you or just unfriendly? No, no, no. Actually, he was he was perfectly polite to me. What I did realize was so w- when I met him, it was the 40th anniversary of Star Trek. 
uh, and it was Nimoy was there and everything. And my wife got me tickets. It was our first anniversary. And what I realized is he is um, well direct. And so, for instance, we were doing the photo op thing. Mm-hmm. And this was the first major, this was actually the first purely Star Trek convention back when Creation ran them, if they were official Star Trek conventions. So I was, it was in <sighs> Chicago. And I was, um, and so we were doing the photo op. Yeah. And all of a sudden the line stopped moving. And I just hear this guy come out going, uh, and he, he signaled somebody else. And he, he says, hey, uh, Bill's not happy. And basically what it was, was people were like, you know, you go in for the photo op. And because, of course, and I'm not knocking creation, it's a business, right? They yeah. had oversold tickets, though. Like, they had mm-hmm. only scheduled him for about two and a half hours of photo ops the whole weekend. It was an hour session, hour session, half hour the last day. And that was reserved for makeups. And literally, the the I don't know if creation used volunteers. I don't know. I don't know their model at that time. I don't know their model now. Doesn't matter. But whoever was doing it wasn't actually doing it. They were just letting people slowly wander in and they weren't saying, Hey, hit that mark, hit that mark, let's get this photo. <laughs> and he was he was upset. And the reason he was upset was of course that meant he wasn't back at his table when he was supposed to sign. And so once I overheard the conversation, I'm like, Yeah, I, I can understand that. And so but in, but in my mind I thought, man, I'm gonna get in there and he's not not gonna be happy. And uh and no, that was, that actually wasn't the case. He was absolutely polite to my wife and me. We, I was, I was doing the full nerd thing. I was in the Star Trek uniform. My wife surprised me. She got one, so the photo is both of us in Star Trek uniform, standing behind him. Absolutely nice to us during that time. But yeah. just overhearing the conversation, just overhearing the conversation, I'm like, somebody. There's not a doubt in my mind. Somebody got chewed that day. I got a copy of that picture, and I will not tell you what I do with it. He masturbates. The sad part is you ripped off my wife, and if you were going to pick one of us, it should be Bill. (laughs) But if you were going to pick two of us, Chad, it should be my wife. And well, and everybody has a Bill Shatner story except me. Like I'm, I'm, no, he was. I don't even. I don't even. I wasn't even even hearing him yell. I mean, he was very nice to me, and kind of. Well, and everything I heard was from from the the handler that was coming out and signal. So I I know, to Jake's point. It's kind of like a Dean I used to work for. Always good to me, but I know every horror story you're going to tell me is true because I witnessed it for other people. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, there's not a doubt in my mind. Like none of what was said makes me go, "Oh no, I've got to defend him here." No, I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. I didn't just wasn't my saying. experience with him, but that no, I've I've seen it happen. I, I there's another one, and I I won't tell all of it, and I'll probably be on a panel with him, and he's not going to pay any attention to this, so. But he is infamous for being rude, and he's been rude to me before. And then some people were commenting about him at this last Scarefest and how he wasn't the most warmest, but it's Tom Savini. I've never had a problem with him. I've heard the stories. I know it's like a coin flip with him. It's a coin flip, yeah. But, I mean, now granted, he does have the photo that i have of him holding mini c you can just see it on his face like what the fuck is this shit (laughs) right but but that's i mean honestly if i'd never met you before and didn't know anything about it i'd have had the same thing i'd have been like give me the 40 bucks what the fuck is this shit um i mean i I, I, he was very approachable to me i he was really cool with me but yeah i've heard like 
stories of him. It, it literally is a coin flip with Savini. Um, he knows he's a prick, though. So <laughs> I watched the documentary about him, and I kind of re- I really enjoyed it, and I think I understood him a little bit more after watching it, just a little bit, as next time. But uh, people were complaining at Scarefest, or I saw some on the boards, and I I think I posted. I was like, I don't know. I did three panels with him, and let me tell you, that was his best behavior. I mean, he was really cool at the panel. He was. So. Now, ones that he I saw, anyway. he was. He was great. And but did he almost knock people down getting out of that panel back to the? Yeah, but he get asked the same shit every time. I can't imagine it gets a little bit boring. So yeah, I just saw him. I witnessed him do something in Chicago <clears throat> at a Fangoria weekend of horrors. Once again, creation, same hotel that they used to have. James is talking about. Uh, it was really great. Uh, it was a fantastic convention, but I just there's a little boy with all of his books coming up, and you know, a 30, 20 year old geek that pay their money, blah, 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 blah. But when you're really small and impressionable and you've got the books, take the time. You're about to make a memory, whether that be negative or positive, for the rest of that kid's life. I can I can kind of see that. Um, Whether it be negative or positive. And let me tell you, I saw negative. Because that kid was shy as hell. His mom was trying to talk to him. Just, I don't know. Just bothered me for so many years. It was it bothered me so much I, I looked at the work different. So, hmm. I still love him as Sex Machine. He's still cool. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, I- <laughs> Listen, it's and, the same thing. Still in, he's still in Dawn of the Dead. I mean, it's it's just. It, but I, I've said this before, and I say about separate thing, right? Separate the art from the artist. There's some people that you just have to do it. You I have know. To do and, it. and by the way, like I said, completely as cordial to me as possible this year wasn't an issue. I've seen stuff before, heard things before, been rude to me before. wasn't an issue this year. Is on his best behavior. I just know that I'm not the only. Yeah, I have have a friend who met him, asked asked him, uh, what's the best school to go to for learning makeup? Mine. Well, I can't afford yours. And he recommended, nope, it's mine. (laughs) Okay, I kind of get that, Jack. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that, too. But I I get that. What's the best um, podcast to listen to? Well, live, laugh, learn. (laughs) Well, one of of my favorite... um, one of my favorite, and this is a, I've never had a negative experience with him. Uh, one of my favorite responses, though, uh, being asked a similar question, that was Bruce Campbell when he was signing his books. And somebody said, how do you break into film? And he just literally went, 1999. It's in here. I was like, okay. He's one of my dishonorable mentions. Oh, well, well you good. Good. We'll have a story then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, go ahead. That's another um, one. Go ahead. Who who has the next one? Who's- I, I I guess I should go. I haven't done yeah. one yet. And I think I'm going to tell a story that I don't know if I've ever told the other boneheads. I've got, and nobody's oh, going to come out to us every fucking season. Why does he think this is going to be new? No, no, no. It's not about that. I know I'm running down a cold iron trail on that track. No, um, no. So my first convention ever, I was probably about 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And I begged because Walter Koenig was going to be there. I love Walter Koenig. I still argue Walter Koenig's uh, autobiography is one of the best 
autobiography. You but, cannot say Walter um, Canning without bringing up the man's autobiography. Dude, if you read it, you'd understand. It's great. If I could read. I know. I, I was looking for an audio book, but then I remember you don't speak English either. Uh, anyway. Not not good. Not so good. the first convention I went to, it had Walter Koenig. The, the idea was a general science con, uh, uh, science fiction convention. It had one of the early Power Rangers. I can't even remember who it was. Um, it was, I mean, Power Rangers was in its first or second American season. So I don't mm. know. Um, David Prowse, Star yes. Wars. And then the other guests, they wanted to have somebody from Lost in Space. And he recently died, and I don't want to besmirch the dead. But it was Mark Goddard. Yeah, go ahead. Mark Goddard was there. And here's the thing. It, it's it's why it was a – it wasn't a, like a bad experience. It was just me sitting there going, read the room, buddy. Because Mark Goddard, you know, they did the panels. They got up on stage and talked, and it was great. Walter Koenig had some stories. He talked about Babylon 5, which was on the air at the time, all that stuff. And then Mark Goddard got up, and I think he was like the second or third panel. And he began by saying, and he may, some other people Drunk? that were there with me said he may have had a few. He, or something was off with him. Now, who did he play in Lost in Space? Did he play he, the robot? Major Don West. West, he was West. Oh, I couldn't, honest to God, I couldn't remember. I, or, you know, not, uh, or uh, Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, he's Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but anyway. Thank you, Chad. Hey, no, wait. I still hey. say that movie is good. It gets too much hate. So I watched it when it came out, Jake, in the nineties at the theater because I'm old and didn't remember hating it and have never returned. So maybe someday. I know. Any, I, movie, I, any movie with uh, Gary Oldman as a villain, it's. I mean, yeah. Heather no, Gary. I agree. Actually, I I I will admit it does get too much hate. Now, it may not be your thing, but it's it deserves more credit than it gets. But anyway, you know, he got on stage and he immediately began with. And keep in mind, the audience there, like there's some Lost in Space people, but it's mainly Star Trek and Star Wars fans. And he began with, I mean, Star Trek's OK at everything. And Star Wars, if you like fantasy stuff, but Lost in And then he just started going off on how everybody else was wrong and 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 just like condescending going. I mean, I just don't get it why this why Star Trek gets all the attention and why they have movies and why they have, and he just kept going. And I was, you could feel the good one in the room going, Oh yeah. Hey, you know, he did some stuff and he's in Westerns too. And, and then all of a sudden it just slowly <laughs> just kept getting worse. And I was like, man, like I had watched Lost in Space because it used to be on USA all the time when I was a kid, but my, my interest just even at, you know, 12, 13 just started to decline rapidly. It was like, Oh man, come on, you come on. I watched it for Jonathan Harris. There was well, one yeah. reason, that and the robot. You wanted him yeah. to say you can tinker and clinker and cling, cling, cling. Yeah. What did the iterate of the Yeah, no, that was it. I mean, it. no, I agree. Yeah. But but I was like, oh, you don't know. No. And then by the end of it, like I've got his autograph somewhere. Um, but I don't have it out. I don't have because all I can think is every time I look at it, I'm like, dude, just read the room. Like, yeah, it's cool. You can be proud of what you're in. And that's the one I would have went. Yeah, tell me some awesome space stories. Talk about Jonathan Harris. Don't spend your 50 minutes telling me about how wrong I am because I also like Star Trek and Star Wars right. and other science fiction shows. Like, yeah, tell tell me some Lost in Space stories and talk about, you know, if you want to say Jonathan Harris is a jerk, cool, that'll be a great story. I'd like to listen. It's fine. Don't, but don't smash everybody else. As somebody online said the other day, don't yuck my yum, right? Is he still this, going? 
I'm sorry, Joe. I'll shut up. No, go ahead. I, I, I would have I would have yelled, but what do you think about Space Rangers? Look it up, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it Jake's turn again? So <clears throat> this is probably going to break Brandon's heart, but then I never thought my experience with Shatner would ever get topped until I met Anthony Michael Hall. Oh, really? That doesn't yes. shock. I've also heard uh, horrible things about Molly Ringwald. I don't know about that, but... I don't uh, either. Hey, I've never met either one of them. She's on my list to meet her because she was in the stands, so um, right. I'll I'll gladly meet her. But, um, so, okay, when I was... My intentions, uh, Weird Science, one of my favorite uh, scenes, it always cheers me up, is the bar scene where he's drunk and he's uh, going, fats, man. Let me uh -huh. tell you my story, man. And when I was going to meet him, I had the intentions of getting two autographs, one for me and one for my friend who was a diehard Breakfast Club fan, right? So I thought, I'll get him his autograph for Christmas, right? And um, when I was there, I had the image in my head that I wanted, the that image of him with the pimp hat on and the cigar in his mouth. That's what I was hoping he had, right? Yeah. So I go up to his table and I look over everything and he doesn't have that image. And I was like, ah, damn. So I, I look at him, I go, I'll be right back. And I go around the vendors to see if anyone has that image, right? So I didn't find one, but I said, okay, fine. I'll just get me a, a weird, a picture of him with uh, Wyatt and, um, yeah. you know, someday I'll see him. So I'll never forget this. He's at, he's behind the counter, his table, legs propped up, reading a newspaper. And I know the images I want. I go, Anthony, $100 in hand, because his autograph is $50 per signature, right? And I'm like, Anthony? hello hello and he's just continuing to read his newspaper i'm like i'm ready i i know what i want i mm -hmm. and he's just reading his newspaper i'm like i go up hello continues reading his newspaper two other uh couples come up he immediately springs up goes back up takes the money blah 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 even asks me to take the photo for him Goes right back behind the counter, props his legs up, back to his newspaper. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What the hell? I'm trying to give you money. <laughs> I mean, and I just said, eventually I just said, fuck this. He's not getting my money. I don't give a shit. I'll get my friend an action figure or something instead. For I, That just, I was like, I don't know why you would have even waited around for one. I would have been wanting and have been like, fuck you and fuck the fucking fuck, fuck. There's actually, my kid watches a show called Big City Greens. There's a whole episode about this. It's about a corn dog vendor that picks one fat fan out of every game not to sell to. Well, I, I had, I didn't want to cause a scene for one major reason. Right next to her, next to him was Joe Bob and Darcy the male girl. Oh, yeah. Well, Joe, and, Joe Bob, I've, ne I've never got to meet Darcy, but Joe Bob is a sweetheart. It's just a joy. Uh, I, why? 
I, if if he came one year later uh, in 2019, she would have been with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there at the time when when he came, he didn't have he had the fame, but Darcy was just the male lady. Nobody yeah. gave a shit about the male lady. Now, now, dear God, it's She's like almost more popular. Here. You know, she was going to do the show and backed out. Mm. I don't know if I've actually told that. We had, yeah, you told me. Uh, yeah, I it just uh, and then, and by backed out, she was like set because I and I get it. I'm assuming there's lots of her part, and she has to be very particular about who she talks to. I get that. Oh, not really. She's really approachable, and she really. Well, no, I'm talking about that. with her past and stuff. I, you know, I don't, I'm sure there's a lot of podcasts that just want to talk about that. I actually, what reason I said, I was like, well, let's just talk about your cosplay. That's great. You just come on and do that. Yes. And then you got right in the middle of COVID and then it, she couldn't get back. And then she did. And honestly, it was, you could watch, like you were talking about, just the career shootout, you know, shoot up. I'm sorry. Well, you also got to take into account with her. Don't take it personally because at oh, the I beginning, think. no, I mean, at the beginning of her career, and she talks about this all the time. Like um, uh, she just she's just overwhelmed with her newfound popularity. Like uh, she told a story just recently, that small bit part that she had in Halloween Ends. Yeah. I don't know if it was that movie or if it was something else, but um, she tells the story that uh, she was so nervous that she actually would punch herself in the face to get herself a black eye so that they wouldn't um, put her in the movie because she was that um she's that yeah. self-conscious yeah and so at, i can only imagine because at the time when you told me around that time frame she uh probably uh yeah she that probably was the case uh but um ask her again i'm sure she'll probably be getting- well if i ever meet her i will that's how most of these it's either a cold calls or we've met them at conventions and then we've interviewed and some people you just kind of hit it off and Speaking of which, Brandon, we would really like Joe, Bob, and Darcy to be Listen, at Scarefest this year. If you think Brandon Griffith is listening to this right now, you've got another thing coming. I would be sure. I'm sure he. I'm sure. The but, only time he listened is when uh, Adrian told him when Adrian no when Adrian told him that I made a comment about the fact that he looked like Rick Moranis and Rosie O'Donnell had a baby. According to Nicole, that's what uh, won her over. So, <laughs> in fact, in fact, Darcy has a crush on Rick Moranis, right? And I told that to um, uh, Nicole one time, and Nicole immediately chimed in, "That hussy better stay away from my man." I was oh, like, "Who ooh. doesn't have a who doesn't have a crush on Rick Moranis or Brandon Griffith?" Silence. Brandon Griffith. All right. <laughs> We're getting dead air, dead air. So, let's so James, I, I, I got I to do a sidetrack because when James mentioned Mark Goddard, I looked him up. Uh, I I got to see a movie that he's in that I didn't hear of till just now called Blue Sunshine. Have you, any of y'all heard of this movie? No. It didn't come up during his panel. Oh, my God. it's It sounds amazing. It's about a, uh, about a detective who's uh, discovering a bizarre series, who's uh, trying uh, investigating a bizarre series of murders where the people start going bald and then become homicidal maniacs. Uh, guess what they link uh, it to? All of us bald people are homicidal maniacs. Yeah. Anyway. They, they link it to a rare form of LSD called Blue Sunshine. 
It's an anti-drug movie, guys. Blue Listen, sunshine on my Blue, I learned enough from Blue Boy on Dragnet to know I don't want to do that. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. Actually, I just I can't do anything that involves snorting or needles or I'm really, really like I, I can't do it. I, I just it's a weakness for me, Joe. I know, I know, Joe. You're into the drug culture. You're doing, you're doing the wrong stuff, man. It's in an eyedropper, and you drop it in the eye. I don't know anything about that. I'm sorry. I also can't do that. Actually, I I don't use eyedrops either. I really just have. I I want to live in a bubble. But <laughs> all right, let's let's do a couple more stories and finish it up. So, Chad, you want to tell your other one? Yeah, I'm not going to do one of them because it's a it's a big draw for this year, and I don't. I, yeah, I don't think it. But to me, it's not a negative story. It was just not, aggravating to you. I so it wasn't aggravating. It just kind of. It's it was it, slightly aggravated to you. It it it's, wasn't. You're using the wrong term though. It wasn't aggravating. It was more of a. It was more devastating because I didn't mean any harm by it, and he he was annoyed uh, by my uh, by what I was doing, and I did not intend it that way. It wasn't. Agger. I don't think he was annoyed. I think he was drunk and fucking with everybody. Well, still, it doesn't matter. But I'm not going to go that, that way. Just, that uh, pretty much sums up everybody at Scarefest. Yeah. Well, I, it, I don't if, mind telling it because I've told people before. I, I, I thought it was a positive. Yeah. So if you don't want me to tell if I won't. I don't care. I just don't want to say it because I don't want to ruin anybody. It's, I don't want to. Well, okay, Matthew Lillard, I've read things before, but I've only seen him be amazing with fans. Yeah, he was cool with me when I met him. He and Skeet Ulrich were both very nice. They're two totally different, though. Skeet is more Skeet. Skeet's more chill. Matthew Lillard is fucking like me on cocaine. They're just like they yeah. are in the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that sense. So, what happened was we were doing this panel, and it was it was it was there a lot of people in there. They're yeah. two good looking guys, and it was a Friday night panel, as I recall, Chad. And there's those, I can't remember the date. It yeah. was Friday night, and those are usually not that packed. I remember because specifically, I'll tell the second part of the story. The first part's with Chad. Chad, they had uh, previous owners of Scarefest used to provide more bourbon and alcohol, and they had been maybe nipping. That be accurate, Chad? Yep. And they were having a good time. And we started our Q&A, and Matthew kind of took it over into the audience. Do you want to go ahead and That's tell what everybody? he does. No, I mean, no, it was just at the time, my whole gig was I would take the microphone and run it around the room because um, our our thinking was a lot of the people who were in the audience, because before it would just, you you had to leave your seat, walk into the middle of this large room and stand in front of everybody and talk on a microphone. Yeah. And uh, it was our thinking that that wouldn't get a big draw. So I would be the goofy guy walking around, handing people the microphone to get more interaction. And it was working. Um, and at least I thought it was, um, it always worked. You were the, yeah, it always guy. worked. Yeah, it always um, and, uh, well, Matthew Lillard took over the room and was running around the room and I was like, well, what do I do? And I started following him around and then I, he kind of joked and I raced cause he was mentioned it about it being a race. I was like, Oh, he's playing with me. So I raced to the next person and he got really hostile towards me about what am I, what is, what is my deal? What am I doing? And uh, it was kind of devastating to me because I was just like, oh man, I thought I was doing something he wanted to do, which is usually what I get yeah. in trouble with is I read the room wrong. <laughs> he's kind of like, he's Matthew Lillard, uh, from what I've seen, he's kind of like uh, D. Snyder and uh, uh, what Michael Rooker. He basically runs the panel <laughs> and that's, that's, the, that's that's the horror story i was going to talk about with d snyder 
D. Snyder <laughs> left me on stage. Yeah, yeah, and, you did. Then, it was the best moderation I've ever seen from you, man. And that was that the guys. I think that was the last year I volunteered too, and it wasn't because of that. It was just he just I, left me on. And uh, it, well, I don't know if it's the best moderating I ever done. I know you're being a smartass, but I will say easy one of the easiest gigs I've ever done. No, I remember he said I, I'm going to sit. I don't want to sit down. I go, well, I, I, okay, I, I'll sit down. He goes, you sit down, and then he jumped off stage and started doing the Q and A around. Yeah. He needed me like he needed a hole in it. No, Booker he... on the other hand, batshit nuts. Things got broke. I got stabbed with a sword, but one of the best experiences of my professional oh, yeah. moderating life was Michael Rooker at LexCon. So back, I know we have, we were supposed to be talking about negative. If people were watching it thinking that it was scary a couple of times, I wouldn't say it was scary, but when he threw something and knocked a scene, a, a whole sh- out part out of the chandelier in the Regency room at the Hyatt, yeah, you, it, it barely just missed the audience members. Yeah, yeah. It, you didn't know what was going to happen next. When someone walked in late and he grabbed their sword, their cosplaying, and then to proceeded to stab me with it on stage, yeah, didn't know what was going to happen. But... Amazing! I still, I just had the best time with Rooker. Sorry. Yeah. No, uh, no, it's kind of funny. Dean Snyder was actually the one I was going to talk about. How he just completely obliterated me again for the microphone running, and that one was not like Lillard. He absolutely was clearly annoyed by me, uh, and I, I still can't listen to Twisted Sister. Oddly it's enough, cool, I listen to them more now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every time every time every time i hear come on here uh you know feel the noise i turn the radio instantly because i'm like nope Nope." you ever want to see something surreal listen to his cover of oh come all ye faithful (laughs) it's literally he's singing oh come all ye faithful to uh we're not going to take it yeah it works it's it's like what the fuck Listen, I mean, does it get? Is it better than his cover of "Leader of the Pack"? Because there's a classic. Well, in the interest of time, we we've got to finish our stories. Jake, do you want to tell? Did you say you had one or two more? I have, I have. Uh, um, I'll just do some dishonorable mentions in a quick sentence with them. Uh, Goldberg pushed me into a vendor booth. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, move it, nerd! I'm like, what the hell? That's how I found out I was taller than him. And I was like, what? Um, Bruce Campbell, I've met him twice. Not impressed. Um, No, he's not. He's great on the stage. He's. He has this. He knows. He is a superstar of horror. He is a he knows that he is a superstar of horror. He knows his fans love him, and he knows that no matter what he says, um, they're going to think of it like I got roasted by Don Rickles, and yeah. it's not the case at all. He's just doing it because he can. Mm-hmm. Especially um, a friend of mine who uh, goes to Scarefest a lot, like he had this um, photo that he had signed by. Um, Ted Rainey, and he goes, he goes, I'm going to sign my name over his. And he goes, I prefer if you didn't. Son of a bitch, he did. I was like, oh, you are so lucky that wasn't me. I would have, that would have, I would. But like I said, not impressed with him. The other one, I'm just going to 
I'm not going to elaborate because there's a very good possibility she's coming back. Mm-hmm. But um, Amanda Burse. <laughs> oh, she corrected me on stage. I'll, I'll just say this. But in her defense, I needed to be corrected. So I don't have a bad story. When I met her, I never saw Fright Night, right? So I literally saw. Really? You never Night. seen Fright Night before you met her? It never interested me. And so what I did, I saw Fright Night at the Kentucky Theater that year. Yeah. Right. So I said, okay, well, they're here. So I might as well get their autographs. Right. And I go up to her and I just said, just curious, how old would you say your character was? I don't know, 17 ish. I was like, you guys were Twilight before Twilight was a thing. She goes, it took you 30 years to watch this damn movie, and that is your takeaway? I'm like, okay. Um, and I yeah. would have said the same damn thing. Yeah. All you're doing is making me like her more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, more power to him. I, uh, I, I don't have a I don't have a negative experience with the is it William Ragsdale? Yeah. Or Amanda Beers, but we were we were me and Joe were prepping the panel. And I don't know if Joe even remembers this. We were talking to them and it was kind of like a, a real chat. And I'm like, oh, this is going great. I can't believe I'm talking to William Ragsdale. I loved Herman's head and I, and I was a fan of Amanda Beers. <laughs> and then uh, William Ragsdale just stopped it and said, you know, guys, I think we should start the show now. William Ragsdale. And, uh, I'm like, oh, shit. I okay. don't remember he, that because they he were didn't really... really want to talk to us. He wanted to get his this. I'm like, okay, so I backed away slowly. I don't slowly. remember it that way. I, I remember them being fairly nice. He, no, they I, were I nice. don't remember one way or the other. And then I remember uh, Tom Holland and I hit it off on the phone. Yeah. Remember, because we called Tom and he had him in yeah. there. And then, and, it, and what I take, of course, I'm taking an egocentric bastard I am. I'm taking away from that. Because so he, he was trying to remember uh, Uncle Forey, you know, Forrest J. Yeah. Ackerman. Chad, am I remembering this right? And he was trying to say it, and he goes, "Oh, yeah. Joe, you know." And yeah, we no, met. we were just talking on the phone, and I just yeah, knew, like, yeah it's Uncle Fort, and he's like, "Yeah, Joe," and I was like, "Oh, yeah." I still never met someone. No, like and I, yeah, that, my my experience was not bad. It was just like, you oh, I Angus thought they, I, that I, year. Yeah, uh, uh, I never met Angus. Remember, Angus couldn't make it to the yeah, he was, he was sick, yeah. and then and, too, and, and he called in, and it was cool. And then three weeks later, he died. And I was like, damn. Because <laughs> he was the only person I wanted to meet from Phantasm. And and um, I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. But um, which is which sucks because everything I've seen and all the stories I've heard, I heard he was one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Same thing. I, it's funny. Uh, God. Oh, what's his name? I'm trying the one with the ponytail and the shotgun. Ah, character fan. Reggie. Reggie. Reggie's wife is works on the movies and she sat next to me at the panel. And when Angus is on the phone talking, she leaned over to me. This is what this is going to make what Jake just said funny. And she's like, Don't worry, he's going to be fine. <laughs> Sorry. What do you think about William Ragsdale? Because I, I had um I went up to him, I was like you know, you guys were, um, um, oh God, what what's the uh, emotion movie that they uh, Disney made? Oh, um, maybe, oh out. Uh, inside out. Inside out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside, inside out, out, yeah. I was like, you know, you guys, 
were inside out before inside out was a thing they owe you money he goes yeah they do don't they <laughs> yeah that's cool i i don't have a story one way or the other it's funny chad mentioned that i don't even remember us i remember her correcting me about her last name and then one of them not knowing that they rhymes was with her too rhymes with hers hers yeah amanda burst yeah so um anybody got any others chad james i mean no. should, should we do a positive to wrap this up about a great interaction or do we yeah, just want to leave it yeah, that's the, a, one, the only one that's another that's another show <laughs> well yeah but let's do it this i do want to say doyle von frankenstein hardest panel i ever did in my life not entirely his fault he has a certain set of things that are wrong but i was endeared to him slightly and didn't get one to strangle him well that because he could have killed me and he just had guns i mean huge arms was he loved kids and when the kid in the front would talk to him he would talk back Mm. so it made it slightly the misery of doing 45 minutes in fact i think i cut it short i couldn't take it it made it a little bit easier, but that one that one was tough. I would never I well, would never go out of my way to do that again. Because I, I don't I don't really I don't want to talk about the negative. And in fact, the one I was talking about way earlier with Savini, my negative interactions happened before I was ever working on panel. Yeah, 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 <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Very similar. No, the only reason I thought positive, and and I wanted to. Yeah, please go ahead. Is is no, I've I'm... got one positive, and I've never heard anybody say anything bad, and and. And and Jake, you may correct me if if you have had an encounter with this individual, but it's because of my son. Uh, my son uh, at the time was a huge fan of Flash, the Flash with Grant Gustin. But uh, as soon as, of course, the uh, John Wesley ship was on it as the father, and then later as the Flash, uh, uh, the original Flash, uh, the Golden Age Flash, I was like, oh, that's, he played the Flash when I was a kid, and. When he was at, I guess, Lexington Comic Con. Yeah. My son, he had to go. He had to meet him because he loved him. He loved Grant Gustin's Flash. And he's like, yeah, he's in the Flash. And he was your Flash when you were a kid. And so I go, and my son was relatively little at the time, so much so that I had him on my shoulders. And I'm getting him through the con floor, and I get back to John Wesley's ship, and there's a small line, but not too bad. And I get up, and I said, hey, this is my son you're the first person he's ever been dad i've got to meet this guy and so john wesley ship looks at my son and says hey bud what's your name my son freezes just absolutely oh my god the flash is talking to me and he just stopped and i'm like okay his name's silas and all that stuff and he's completely nice he keeps talking and it we're there about two minutes, and then all of a sudden, my son just screams, Silas, my name is Silas. <laughs> and John Wesley Ship goes, Awesome, man. Gives him a high five, talks to him for about three or four minutes, and there is starting to be a line. And it was just one of those moments where I, I mean, I'd met other people before. I've got good stories. I've got fair to middle stories about meeting other people. But honestly, him just taking the time, I will never, ever, I'd have a hard time believing horrible stories about john wesley ship after that i did a panel with him in huntington and he was a minch yeah i mean easy to talk to easy to get along with just he was he was great with my son when my son completely froze and he completely like my son to this day remembers meeting him 
and says, Dad, he's just so good. He was, he was nice to me. He was kind of like a superhero. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to debate you. Because I'll be honest, if I was talking to somebody and they couldn't say their name for two and a half minutes, I'd probably be worried about it. Mm-hmm. But it was great. So I just wanted to say there, there are a lot of great people out there. And I would say John Wesley Ship's a good example. Chad and Jake. Jake, Jake go, or would you like me to go? I'll tell my Rob Zombie story. Okay. Uh, oh, I've heard. Oh, it's a I good want one. a Rob Zombie story. It's a good one. It's a good one. You, so, you and Peacock have uh, Peacock has a Dan Aykroyd story that is a fantastic. But go ahead, Jake. So, um, I anybody who knows me knows I have this full um, theatrical size Halloween Rob Zombie Halloween poster that I'm having signed by the entire cast. Right. So he came to my town to do a concert with Marilyn Manson, mm-hmm. and uh, so. Only way I'm going to get his autograph, I shelled out the money. I did the VIP experience and I um, go up to him. I roll up. It's also the worst interaction I've ever had because I, I don't get starstruck much anymore yeah. for him. Oh my God. So I was like, uh, uh, I was like, uh, I could have asked him anything. And what do I ask him? Does baby do the laugh from three from hell? And he goes, hmm, hmm. Anyway, so I roll out the poster and he goes, you've been busy. And I was like, let me see, let me see. Uh, He starts tapping on each one of the signatures and identifies them. And he goes, who do you have? Oh, hang on. Okay, there we go. He goes, who do you have left? I said, well, I have William Forsythe. He goes, doable, rare, but doable. Got that taken care of a couple of years ago. Yeah, he was at the he was a, a party, and um, he goes, "Who's the other one?" Um, your wife. He goes, "Ooh, hmm. one second. So he takes the poster, he rolls it up, makes it all nice, and and he goes, "Let's take a picture while this dries." He takes a picture, and he goes, "One second before you leave." So he takes the poster, he walks over to one of his minions and goes, I want you to take this to Sherry. I don't care what the fuck she's doing. You tell her I sent you and you tell her, I said, sign this fucker, you fucker. (laughs) And he goes, okay, takes it. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting the holy grail of horror autographs. Guy comes back 15 minutes later looking <laughs> you made me interrupt her while she was eating and i was like i didn't have you do anything i am about it so that's how i got sherry moon zombie signature for my halloween poster and now thanks two years later i got uh william Forsyth, i got um lou temple mm-hmm. and then last year i got clint howard and I have one last signature to go. Hope it's John. who who's Carpenter. Oh, now I've met John twice. Uh, well, I someday I'll I'll get that, and then I'll finally be done chasing Rob Zombie's Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you going to get John's on Rob Zombie's? Still his, it's still his IP. Yeah, I agree. I'm kind of curious with... to see what John says. You know, it says he's... based off of a 
I get it. Hold on, can I get Deborah Hills? Can Can I do? Can I assume what John's going to say? Did he pay the autograph fee? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I always say everyone keeps saying that uh, you know they blame Rob for making them a, making it all white trash, and and it's like he asked John Carpenter, "What do you want me to do with it?" And he said, "Make it your own," and that's exactly what he did. So I actually don't have a problem with uh, with Rob Zombie's Halloween. It gave Weird Al some screen time, but whatever. So, <laughs> oh, positive experiences. Uh, so, Chad. Uh, he, uh, uh, Jake just kind of led me into mine. Um, but I don't get starstruck uh, mostly. Uh, there's only been a couple instances. One was Sam Raimi last year when Joe got me introduced to him, and I was absolutely just shaking shaking in my boots because i mean the man's been an icon of mine my whole life um not an asshole not an asshole uh but the other one of the other people who's been an icon of mine my whole life is william Forsyth. um and it's kind of funny uh joe uh he was in he was in uh, uh louisville uh at a convention joe didn't get to go because i think you were on call if i'm not mistaken he was working we had, we had training because i couldn't go yeah. either it was when we were in training yeah, was it so training or was it when we're wouldn't have been in March when we were advising? So no, it doesn't was in Res Life. It was in Res Life. We were yeah. locked, in uh, lockdown training. So me and Joe's I'm wife went to went there. Um, I am currently looking at um a, an original theatrical uh product uh promotional poster of Dick Tracy. Uh, William Forsyth. I mean, he's been in everything that I've loved even uh, he, him as Al Capone in the untouchables. I still think it's one of the best portrayals of Al Capone ever. Uh, I thought you, that was De Niro. No. So there was a syndicated version of the untouchables uh, oh, in the, oh, in the, okay. in the early nineties. Yep. And he played Al Capone. Okay. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, but he also was flat top and Nick Tracy. And I'm like, I've got to, I've got to. It's the only autograph I've ever really, really wanted. It. Um, uh, so me and her went there, and I was fine with it. But as soon as we got up there, I fanboyed. I could not talk to him. As James was talking about his his young son, here I am, a man in my early, late twenties, could not talk to William Forsyth. I just could not say two words to him. I, I could not come up with the words. And he got me talking and we talked and for some reason, the only thing that could come to my mind was his portrayal as the evil clown in um, Masters of Horror. Mm-hmm. And he did the, the the clown laugh right there in front of me. And I almost peed myself because I was just so excited. And me and Joe's wife walked away and she I had a uh, an ear to ear grin. And she, yeah, she even went back and told Joe that I was absolutely uh, starstruck. I mean, I could not stop smiling. I can uh, relate to that. It's it's still one of the fondest memories I have of, of meeting a celebrity is William Forsyth. It's kind of like when uh, Kevin Conroy said, I'm Batman in his Batman voice. I'm yeah. Batman. I wish I would have got yep. to meet Kevin, um, but I didn't I got, get that I got the privilege of sitting next to him twice doing panels yeah. and he would come out and do the, I am the night. I am the, and I got it next to me twice or three yeah. times. Maybe I don't know. I will say, he was always a gentleman. He's always easy to interview. He's great with fans, but that's another one. There was no small talk. And yeah. some of these panels are small talk before. There's small talk after. There was never small talk. He was going back. He was going to say. 
Yeah. Um, my I guess I'm last. My favorite one ever. God, I've been. So- I know. I thought you were going to go with the go to. I thought it. I thought I knew it. Well, hold on. I've been so lucky, Chad. I know, but I, I, I thought there a, was a staple. A Romero. Yeah. We just. I. It's just like, but it. I. I had trained for that moment. Exactly. I mean, I trained for it, not knowing I would do it. Still yeah. the best panel I ever did. I, yeah, just, and he was so friendly. Fa- he, and he was warm to me. Yeah, yeah. He was just. I warm. still regret. I still regret not asking him if I could see through his glasses. But uh, well, I didn't ask him that. But I, I, you know, we just I, I made him a promise I wouldn't ask him any zombie questions. And yeah. he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. And did. we got so many. And Joe asked a bunch of questions. I was sitting in the audience. I was captivated because there were so many things that I didn't know about Romero at that time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so. Well, you Jake, that's my favorite next? panel I've ever done. Is that one? Well, it's the yeah. one I think's best. I don't know what's best, but when people ask me, Jad's right. That's my go-to. Of I transcended. Yeah, and I thought celebrity encounters. I thought that because he 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 basically fed you. I mean, he was like he was giving you everything. He was yeah, talking well, to you. We didn't was... know, but in retrospect, it's more interesting because we didn't know he was dying. You knew he was yeah. sick, right? Or around him, where he was you knew you knew he wasn't well. But I didn't know that he was going to be dead in six months. Right. So so clearly, he probably knew. You know. Oh man, my I have a Romero story, but it's too late to tell it. But. Part no, two. you can go ahead. Go ahead. I tried to sell her my friend. Or tr- I tried to sell him my friend to make Creep Show Three. Yeah. Um, and my friend did not know this. And um uh she's just standing there going, Jack, what the hell are you doing? It's like, shut up, this is for the greater good. She can cook, she can clean, she's a twin, her twin's a cunt. We can give her to the <laughs> king. And all you have to do is make Creep Show three, please. And he goes, "I'm sure he's a she's a nice girl, but I lost the rights to Creep Show three years ago. I couldn't make it even if I wanted to." Yeah. After we walked away, though, I felt this presence, and I turn around. And my friend is like this, and I said, "What?" She goes, "What would you have done if she if he said yes?" I said. Go home and wait for Creep Show Three to come out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. and then a year later, I was like, "Well, you only would have had to live in Pittsburgh for a year, <laughs> but whatever." I uh, do have one. I will end with one. If you guys don't mind, and I know the other boneheads agree. One before we go, the best one. Well, the, one of the best fan encounters or best great with fans who I don't hear enough about and back to Rob Zombie, Tom Tolls was one of the nicest men I have ever met. And I didn't get a chance to interview him. I just had got to spend, we did a Fandangoria weekend of horror where Christy one time bought me a VIP package. Anyway, a couple of times he would remember your name is one of the nicest and Sid was actually one of the nicest, but Tom Tolls. You yep. guys remember Tom? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I don't hear that much about him anymore. There's an autograph over here from his brief appearance on Firefly because my wife loved it and literally went, Oh, you're the Firefly guy. And he literally goes, I very rarely hear that. Wasn't offended by that at all, though, because it's, Oh, you know me because of that work. And talked to my wife for probably 10 minutes about all oh, that should have, it should have been a huge, it should have been because it was before. Mm-hmm. 
Duran he got made. He's and, in one of my yeah, he's in yeah. one of my favorite Stuart Gordon films, Fortress. Mm-hmm. Oh, love Fortress. You and Chad, yeah, absolutely love it. Yeah, James love- does too. I like no, I mean it's no Highlander, but it's it's the second best Christopher Lambert franchise. All right. Well, we hope you've all enjoyed this. That we're all really freaks of nature. Uh, real quick, it's uh, yeah. it's it's no gunman. There you go. Go Jake, to your room, Chad. I got to say a big thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for being our first as we're trying this friends of the show kind of thing. And oh, thanks. You, yeah, you're first. Also, only took, busted, only you busted our years. cherry. Also, oh, also. Ken's going to be pissed at you. Who? Mm-hmm. Ken. Oh. Ken is a celebrity. Yeah. Well, also, by the way, I just want to say, and we did acknowledge, we should acknowledge this at the beginning of the show. Uh, you, you, you beat us multiple times at trivia. Yeah. yeah. But that I mean, doesn't keep I, me from he, talking shit. I wasn't there. No, that's what. That's why we got. As good, that's why we scored as good as we did, Chad. You weren't there. Fuck you. You, you weren't there. Had, you weren't you there. Had, you even. And had I was it, handicapped um, by Mick Strawn who didn't even remember the years of the movies he worked on. Neither did R.A. <laughs> and they both R. worked on the same film, and they that film with the trivia question, and they were screaming out the wrong answers, and both of them had different answers. Different answers. And they none were of them were on the options. No. Uh, hey, I didn't win that year either, so whatever. Yeah, you came in second, yeah. But you are amazing at trivia. You are a good friend, and I always look forward to seeing you at this and Mini C. We do appreciate you popping our cherry. Well, thank you. Ken's going to so, Ken's gonna keep being so mad. <laughs> You're under the assumption he's, he is now a big celebrity with an own uh, show. Yeah, multiple award nominated show now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you so much. You want to say something, Jake? I'll just say. Thanks for having me. And remember, what doesn't kill you disappoints me. <laughs> See you guys. It's been about <laughs> All right. I'm ending this, Jake. Have a good night, man. You too, man. Later. Yeah.